Welcome to Amateur Autors. You can follow us on Twitter at AutorsPod or email the show with any questions, comments, or concerns at theamateuraltourspodcast at gmail.com. This week, we'll be doing something that is both a bit personal and really important to me. This episode, we'll be talking about a short film that I am confident no one has seen before, which is a shame because I genuinely think it might change your life. To give a little bit of context after making a statement like that, this is the first episode where I, and hopefully Brian one day, can talk about the art that we've made. I think it's important that any creator look at their work subjectively to try and learn something from their art and see how much or how little progress they've made. So this episode, the short film in reference is not mine, but it's actually Brian's. Now, I know that might come off as a little bit odd for me to be reviewing a film that Brian has made, but there is a specific reason I am doing so. Remember just a few seconds ago when I said that this film has the potential to change your life? Well, that's not just a figure of speech. The short film Brian was able to assemble is genuinely a piece of art that has the power to make you reflect and appreciate your own life. I know it did for me. Brian made this film in late 2016, and I remember because the first time I ever watched it, I was just about to take a statistics exam in college, and I was sitting outside the classroom, and I get an email from Brian with a video attachment and a message saying, hey, I just finished this, what do you think? I noticed that it was only roughly 10 minutes, so I figured I'd watch it really quickly before the test, but I was not prepared for that experience. Before getting into the film itself, let's just say that this particular short is the only piece of film or media that has made me physically cry. And I watch a lot of sad stuff, but this short has elicited tears from me, not just once, but on multiple occasions, which was unfortunate at that time because then I had to go take a stats test all sad and teary-eyed, so thanks, Brian. Why I decided to talk about this short was mostly for two reasons. One, I wanted to talk about a short that I feel has changed my life, and two, that's just what this channel is about, celebrating filmmaking, especially that of amateur filmmaking. Artists who create despite lack of funds, means, or equipment. Artists who don't care when faced with limitations. Artists who create because they feel they must, not because they should. So before I delve into the short, everybody, please pause this episode and go watch it. It won't take you long. I'll link the video in the description, and I think you won't be disappointed. This short has changed my life, and I hope it will change yours. Also, side note, Brian doesn't know that I'm doing this, but if he's listening, I wanted to say thank you, man. Whether you knew it or not at the time, you created pure art, and God damn it, I'm going to tell everyone about it. So everyone, sit back, relax, get those tissues ready, because we are going to delve into a Brian Gallagher film, Miracle. So there are a few things that I want to touch upon about this short, but first, this short is simply about a man who was killed in the 9-11 attacks, and he watches his family grow up without him. Such a simple premise that has so much potential for emotional punches. And since the short is roughly 10 minutes, I am breaking this down into three quick segments. The visual slash editing, the writing, and the voice acting. So first off, visuals and editing. What I think is one of the strongest aspects of Brian's visuals and editing of said visuals is he uses stock footage exclusively in this short. While I know Brian would have loved to shoot grand and epic and original content for this piece, I think the stock footage works amazingly in its favor. 
Knowing Brian, I can say he has a, let's just say, particular eye for cinematography, and it's very particular, but he also has a wonderful sense of general visuals. Brian uses broad strokes and visuals to let the audience make the perfect scene in their own heads. By using broad language and visuals, he engages the audience on an even more intimate and personal level, allowing the audience to bring their own experiences from their lives into this piece. For example, I could sit here and ask every single one of you listening to describe the final scene with our narrator and his wife on her deathbed, and I bet I would get a different visual interpretation of the scene from each of you. You know, from the details of how the room looked, how the light reflected into the room, to even the the, the kind of the bigger details of how the narrator's wife saw him, and the feelings that each shared in that moment, etc., etc. I also wanted to mention the buildup of the plane hitting the tower. And while this may classify more as a writing achievement, the time stamps and the ticking clock keeps building the tension, especially when paired with the descriptions of him of our narrator working in the office and just kind of having this blasé, you know, it's a normal day while his death is slowly creeping up on him. And this is even more powerful, especially on your first view, when you aren't really aware of what's happening or what's going to happen. I still get shivers down my spine when we finally get that reveal of the plane hitting the tower, because Brian has inadvertently given us a new perspective of the footage that we all have seen countless times again and again. Through his editing and writing, Brian put us in the narrator's shoes and leaves us shell-shocked in the silence. Every single frame and picture of a purpose, and these images guide us to fill the gaps. And this is arguably extremely difficult to do, and most established directors still have trouble doing this. So that is definitely something to take note on as a major accomplishment of this short. Transitioning into my next point, Brian's writing style. Brian is definitely the writer of the two of us, and he has such a way with words, it's, it's almost annoying. He is able to write in such a poetic and beautiful manner that you get instantly absorbed into his stories. Now, specifically with this short, I love the image he is able to conjure of this limbo-esque beach, a place between the physical world and the afterlife, where our narrator resides waiting for his family. The descriptions of him watching his own family remind me a lot of Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse-Five, or something akin to Charlie Kaufman, but while you can see Brian's inspirations, he makes them his own. Brian wrote this piece when we were around 20 years old, but his inflection is that of something of a man who is in his late 70s reflecting on what is most important in his life. And it is that point that I think I love most about this short. It truly makes me reflect and appreciate the little things in my life. As Brian said, the smell of coffee, the breeze on your cheek, the touch of your loved ones, things we often take for granted, but Brian is able to remind us to do just the opposite, to cherish these moments because they are limited. Brian is able to get his audience to tap into such a primal state of emotion and truly appreciate those things in our lives. Finally, Brian's voice acting is spot on and near perfect. Now this is going to be more of a minor uh, touching point here, but once again, knowing how Brian talks and how much he really doesn't like to act, he likes to be more behind the camera or behind the keyboard, his delivery was extremely deliberate and impressive. He comes off as a man who has both come to terms with his death but still longs for his family. And I think that's even more important considering the age that Brian was at. I mean, think back to when you were 20 years old. Do you think that you had this reflection, uh, even appreciation towards life, or just even the uh, understanding the nuance of life? I know I don't, 
didn't and probably still don't, but you know, it's a continuous thing of life, and Brian is able to convey that in, through this short. You would think that Brian was just the voice actor and that someone much older and much wiser wrote this, but no, it was Brian, 20-year-old Brian, and this is just Brian knowing him. This is how he is, and I think that that's why his writing is so poignant and beautiful and how he delivers this in this short. Brian isn't trying to manipulate you into feeling a certain way with his voice. It is simply a matter of fact, and he helps you along with this journey of the short. And I think it's just even much more beautiful. All in all, this piece is nothing short of a masterpiece. I know the episode is a little on the shorter side, but this is something that I really wanted to get out there for the world and to champion. Hopefully I can get Brian on to get more of a thorough interview of his creative process, but until then, I hope I was able to help expose you guys to a new piece of cinema. I'm going to forego my ranking system of this short. I don't think it's fair to give a ranking to my brother's art, but I will say I totally recommend this short to everyone. I hope it had an impact on you, the listener, as it did on me. Remember to appreciate the little things in life, and as always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Amateur All Tours.